ചികിണ് Hey, Skiba News Nation family, welcome to episode six. We'll be talking about someone blew up the Georgia Guidestones. What is CERN doing in 2022? The 2016 Colty Goddard Tunnel Opening Ceremony. Prices are high because of agendas. CERN and the Mandela Effect. George Carlin on the American Dream. AI craziness and much more. We got a lot of interesting topics. And uh, so why don't I just introduce my co-host? Here's Jake Grant. How you doing, Jake? Hey, what's up, Jeremiah? Doing good. Good. Good to hear. Good. Hey, man, uh, that book release you have, that's really exciting. I know it's coming out. Uh, we're recording this on the 6th. It's coming out on the 7th, but that's really exciting, man. To- yeah, I'm excited about it. A lot of people have been signing up to Patreon, getting the early access. So uh, all the comments that I've seen have been really nice, telling me, you know, they're going to get it. And, you know, th- they'll learn a lot of stuff that they didn't know about my dad and, you know, how his life was taken from us. So the basics, my mom is writing the the sequel. So I, I'd like to push that as much as I can, that it's still in the process of being written, but hers is from her point of view. And we have a little promo about it that we don't have to play here, but it's on the, the YouTube channel. So, so that's pretty cool. That's great. Yeah, man. Well, let's, uh, you want to dive right in? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's do it. All right. All right. All right, Skiba News Nation, as you know, we are currently and consistently fighting a battle with propaganda and the propaganda machine of the modern new world order, right? And we're fighting that battle with memes. <laughs> memes mm-hmm. is our weapon of choice, if, if you can say that, Jeremiah. <laughs> I, I love that, uh, that little breakdown there of sometimes the most powerful sermons in the scripture that Yeshua taught his disciples and all the people with was with parables. And that's Mm -hmm. why I think memes, memes are like the modern parable, bro. It's it's amazing the the messages you can relay with meme theology. (laughs) Memeism. Right. Meme Um, me up. You know, in, in today's world, uh, Whoever said you can't make this stuff up obviously never worked for CNN, MSNBC, <laughs> ABC, CBS, NBC, NPR, or the Washington Post. That's uh, a we, true statement. <laughs> we are just constantly, constantly being inundated with the perspective that the New World Order and the people that are pushing these agendas want us to believe. Yeah. Not only that, but uh, it's so important to not get triggered buy news when we see it coming out. We're going to be talking about some various news topics 
but I wanted to show this before we got into it is realizing that the news is a scripted drama and the best way to take care of the world is to shut off the TV, become the happiest, healthiest version of yourself. And in comparison, the people who are getting triggered by every news event, like, going, oh, life is terrible. Mm -hmm. Look at this dreary wall. What a, what a bad view. Everybody should be angry. Everything. Everybody should be angry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, as we go through these stories, I know we cover a lot of sometimes dark topics. Sometimes we cover topics that are controversial. Uh, but we're really just trying to shed a light on the world. And, and while we're giving our opinions, we're not experts. Nope. It's important to understand that we're just trying to see the, the positive in the world. And, and while there's a lot of dark news, how can you apply positive, good things in your, in your life? And a lot of the most positive, beneficial things are found in the scriptures, right? Mm -hmm. How to change you to then change the world outside of you. Uh, so, man, today... For our news segment, our current news segment, we're going to be covering uh, about the restart of the, the Large Hydron Collider, CERN. Oh, uh, it actually has been kicked into high gear since April, but just this uh, July 5th, they turned it to the highest power that they've ever conducted an experiment. So they That's frightening. that bar way up to see what would happen. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, One of my favorite and, uh, topics. Also, <laughs> dealing with the Mandela effect really, and some... Really <laughs> interesting stuff. Yeah, exactly. What it's, um, it's, it's just there's a lot of these pre-programming things we're seeing in TV shows, in movies, that are all about multiple universes, parallel realities. And mm -hmm. what CERN and the, the scientists who work on CERN will come out and speak about is oh we're trying to see what these elements and, and there's so many strange things that happen when we collide these particles uh possibly opening up the fifth dimension you know things like that insert so, clip of uh, uh dr evil going right you know right yeah. right as the world is diverting down a terrible path of energy crisis fuel shortage like fuel prices spiking energy prices spiking that's when they decide to crank the multi-billion dollar electric bill at CERN to the max? Huh, what's, what's going on here? Welcome to clown world. <laughs> so another thing that uh, I'm just going to toss out there that just recently happened, very interesting. Uh, over previous episodes, we've covered the Georgia Guidestones, which give the NWO's mandates for controlling humankind and maintaining the population under 500 million. And if you weren't aware, the world population is closer to what, 8 billion? So it's a, a genocidal handbook, pretty much. And just today, uh, we're recording this on the 6th, there's massive news articles coming out about somebody has bombed the Georgia Guidestones and blown them to high heaven. Look at this <laughs> aftermath. That uh, is we greatness. Have an article here. Uh, somebody took it into their hands to go and destroy the Georgia Guidestones um, and uh, you can see this aerial view here now I don't know who did this uh, you probably have the FBI looking for you right now but I'm not saying I'm unhappy I'm saying maybe this could be a, a 
positive thing that these things are now destroyed. But now that it's happened, I'm not going to shed a tear over this big monstrosity that talks about the uh, enslavement, the control of mankind, the eugenics program. Continue to follow breaking news out of Northeast Georgia, where we just learned there's been an explosion at Georgia Guidestones. New video just in shows damage to the Guidestones in Elberton County. The GBI and local officials are investigating this explosion. They say someone detonated an explosive device around 4 a.m. Controlling the birth rates of humans. Uh, but look at that. It, it has completely been blasted by some type of ordinance. So I wonder. I wonder what's left. Like what? What are said on the the remaining ones? That that would be very interesting to know. You think they were trying to do yeah. the whole thing? They were trying to demolish the whole thing. This, this is a. Uh, so each side has multiple languages on it, and it looks to me like the the side that had the English is what has been blown up. Of just based on my previous visits mm -hmm. to the Guidestone checking it out it looks to me like the uh the wall there that's destroyed is the one that had the english commandments on it and of course all these other slabs are various other languages but uh we've had to cover this since it's breaking news uh i know that situations like this can be a little bit interesting because they can be painted as turned against people that are conspiracy theorists as oh look now they're extremists look now they are going out and conducting these terroristic acts blowing things up uh, and so we got to be careful when we talk about these topics that we're not calling for acts of violence we're not condoning acts of violence but whenever things like this happen and these monuments are destroyed man it just makes you think wow somebody out there Cares. recognized what somebody cares somebody recognized what these stone tablets were advocating and they went out and took matters into their own hands and um and so we just had to cover that news story because it is breaking what? news and, and that place is so secure like so much security and cameras and i've never been there myself i've always wanted to go to see how sick it really was i know you and my dad have gone but uh I know that they I've seen TV shows about it and how weird it is and they have security cameras everywhere don't they so you would think that they would they see them doing that I mean it's kind of cool that they were I mean I'm not gonna say cool it's kind of uh, you know in our favor that they were able to sneak through the security and you know get rid of the message that they disagreed with <laughs> well another thing is it is going to be bring a lot of attention to what the Georgia Guidestones are actually about. And hopefully it doesn't stir up mm -hmm. a sympathetic cause mm -hmm. to people coming out going, oh, that was, how terrible that they destroyed this beautiful edifice. We actually think it's kind of a good idea what it said on this. So we don't want that to be the inverse reaction of somebody taking matters into their own hands. But just so interesting that this happened after we've been covering the Guidestones for a yeah. few episodes. So uh, here's another uh, just brief thing here. Oh, In my favorite. In other news, Grizzlane Maxwell becomes the first person ever to be convicted of trafficking children to no one. <laughs> what, a, what a record breaker there. You know, they put her under suicide watch uh, as, as the sentencing came down. 
So uh, we, we might as well come out there and say it now. Grizzlane Maxwell didn't kill herself because we, we know that she definitely knows who these children were trafficked to. And as long as she's alive, she's a loose end. So let's pay close attention to uh, Grizzlane and, and maybe she'll turn a leaf. Maybe she'll come out and reveal some of the names of these uh, monsters of industry that uh, participated with Jeffrey Epstein in the trafficking of children because uh, there was a recent thing that came out of a UFC fighter. A UFC fighter? Let me. I forgot to pull that stuff about the somebody tried to, you know, was paid to, to kill Glenn Maxwell too. Her cellmate. Two of them. I forgot to pull that. Next episode, I'll definitely pull it. <clears throat> okay, so here is this. Uh, this is actually was covered up by a lot of the spokespeople uh, for the UFC. They don't want this being talked about, um, but the, the guy's name is Israel Adesanya, and he slams mainstream media for a biased coverage regarding Grizzlane Maxwell's sex trafficking case. And so he comes up uh, and uh, he wants Grizzlane Maxwell's clients to be held accountable but the UFC is just kind of ignoring it. But this is what uh, he, the champion said, right? Grizzlane Maxwell was supplying kids for all these pedos, right? Well, the list of politicians, actors that was talked about, does that get swept under the rug? Do they not get any time for actually beat, you know, doing their acts against these kids? Uh, so it's just super significant that he's calling this out in the mainstream eye. UFC is, of course, a very publicized, broadcasted uh, sporting event. And so for a contender to come out questioning why they the client list isn't being held responsible is, is fairly significant. So props to this guy, Israel, for uh, trying to spread truth and get a light shined on this darkness. Well, I know the UFC, the the Dana White, he's a conservative guy. I mean, the people in the UFC are very conservative-minded. And th did they try to cover this up, what he said? Or yeah, they did? Yeah, they, they didn't want to publicize. This is being very covered up in the mainstream media. They don't want a bunch of people stirring up a ruckus, making noise, because... I think you got to trace the money. People with money keep the flow of the news tampered to what they prefer, and this is something they definitely don't want being covered. And and so I would say let's follow the money. Who's who's tampering or tamping down on this news coverage? Uh, I know that um, Joe Rogan also uh, weighed in recently. On in connection with Jeffrey Epstein case, how quick before they kill uh, her? And um, I know this is just tied because he is a UFC commentator. Uh, yeah. But it's it's just it's so crazy. Uh, what is Grizzling gonna say, or is she just going to go to her grave, keeping this client list as secret as possible? Uh, I, I'm sure that I, I think she's scared perhaps, for her life, honestly, because of all the the threats and what happened to uh, Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, I would be oh, scared. Yeah. But then yeah. again, that's kind of leverage that you have against the the man 
so to speak. You know what I mean? You, you know these powerful people that have these things, so you could leak it, you know? And it doesn't have to be you. It could be anybody, anybody that's in her, you know, circle. But I, I think her acts are just, she deserves to be there, 100%. In, uh, in other kind of alarming, sad news, uh, we have just recently the shooting that happened on the 4th of July. Uh, this is uh, happened in the Highland Park shooting. Mm -hmm. uh, and, of course, they found the shooter and prosecutors say that he has confessed to the shooting. A uh, 21-year-old charged with murdering seven people at a 4th of July parade. And no motive has been determined so far. But what we do know is that this is already being used to push more gun control. And keep in mind that Illinois, this happened in a suburb of the Chicago area, but Illinois is already one of the strictest gun control states that, in the United States. Uh, and I want to share this meme. The U.S. has the third highest murder rate in the world. But if you remove Chicago, which is where this shooting happened, mm -hmm. Detroit, Washington, D.C., St. Louis, Philadelphia, the U.S. is then 189th out of 193 countries in the world. And all five cities have strict gun control laws and are controlled by Democrats. Fact check that. <laughs> so. Yeah, isn't that interesting? That is so interesting. <laughs> Uh, states like Texas, the ones that have all the guns, are not on that list. You know, all the all the places that you're allowed to have guns and that, you know, they they're pro gun aren't on that list. It's pretty interesting. Exactly. Yeah, and and the reason I wanted to bring this up, while this guy obviously anybody who commits murder, in my personal opinion, needs to be put to death. An eye for an eye. Bro. Absolutely. An eye for an eye, right? And uh, unfortunately, a lot of these states have very lax uh, death sentencing. And they uh, let them out. I mean, they, they put people in these cell boxes and give them a, a fairly comfortable life for the rest of their days. Even if they're locked in a box, think about the thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars of taxpayer money that goes to funding these private prisons and these federal prisons that are keeping people who should just be taken care of, if you know what I mean. Uh, keeping them alive and and so because the consequence of committing these acts is not so severe it's not the end if you do this it's the end which i believe should also be the the end of pedophiles sex trafficking people uh that whenever they see that they can then live a life of fair comfort pretty much in the prison system then they're more likely to go and do these atrocities. And just like you were saying, states that have very strong gun-protected rights mm -hmm. that people can open carry, they can, uh, they can concealed carry, constitutional carry, we see a, a drop in shootings, and this is mirrored in states like Switzerland. One in two citizens has a gun, and it's the lowest crime rate in the world. <laughs> so uh, there's a consistent parallel between good people being able to protect themselves easily and bad people uh committing crimes yeah and that, like in texas if we were to see like a like a, like if i were to see somebody and i was carrying shooting a bunch of people 
I would I would take the matters into my own hands to stop that person from killing any more people. And I feel like that's why things like that don't happen in places like Texas or those other other states that that are pro gun. So, I mean, if you take if you take away all the guns from all the good people, I mean, who's going to stop them? If the cops can I mean, it's not all the cops fault. They're just overwhelmed by by all of this that I don't know. I, I just think that's crazy. That's a crazy stat. And that's, I believe that's tied to also the agenda behind the, uh, the dismantling of local policing, uh, and people all, you know, speaking against police officers coming against men of a local society, helping enforce laws. Uh, and this is a big tagline tied to the BLM movement which was all police are pigs, right? All police are have it against it. They're racist, bigots, whatever. And while there are uh, small minorities of people that are that way, that get into the police office and they are definitely shouldn't be there, this is all tied to an agenda, I believe, to take arms out of a populace's ability to govern itself and to pass it on to a federal uh, jurisdiction. Oh, absolutely federally run uh the policing and and that laws are enforced on a federal level versus on a local level because you can become friends with the police officer down the street and you can become friends with the the militia guys that are willing to uh, go and defend a, a storefront if rioting breaks out right but the moment that they take guns away from a local populace that's when we see tyranny can then mm -hmm. be enacted that's when we see things like what happened in china and russia and all these places throughout history that once they were disarmed then the populace was unable to defend against tyranny in government and and that's what the the second amendment was all about jeremiah it was about whenever those who are in power above us start to enact laws legislations and things that are an infringement on our god-given rights just mm -hmm. like the king of england was doing with the patriots right the, right the people that dumped that tea in the boston harbor look now at the mandates and laws and things that are being shoved down our throats if if we didn't have the right and ability to defend ourselves against tyrannical government uh, overreach then a lot of these things would be forced even more draconingly just like in australia where people are locked into their homes people oh, are, man. are put put and their gun control laws are to the far extreme very yep. similar to canada as well so i wanted to discuss that just briefly uh since that recent shooting happened on july 4th all right so uh we have uh here uh in relation to the recent overturning of roe versus wade uh <laughs> The National National Rifle Association, the NRA, this is an, this is an organization that does not sell arms. It just advocates for guns rights. But Planned Parenthood is an organization that sells arms because they sell aborted baby parts as a business model. This is something that was exposed in recent years, and I, I just wanted to show this very dark meme. This very dark correlation here with what we're talking about but there is more of a chant in the streets to disarm people and a very small 
small conservative voice that's saying they're literally disarming babies in the womb and selling it on the black market and this is something that was exposed uh, uh, recently uh, in, in recent years that Planned Parenthood has been doing and this is all tied back to the very racist Margaret Sanger uh, who supported the sterilization of some people who had mental illnesses and, uh, and she is believed that if a woman gave birth to a large number of children the latter children would be weaker and then to advance the birth control movement she spoke with the Ku Klux Klan and uh, and of course the Washington Post a liberal news outlet says her views and actions have often been taken out of context to claim she wanted to erase the black race but what's interesting is that why are the vast majority of Planned Parenthood offices located in close proximity to a majority black or Hispanic neighborhoods and why is it that there's a 400% chance increase for minority groups to participate in the abortion topic? It's just so crazy and and um, this is tied to this topic as well. Saying my body, my choice is like saying my house, my rules. It still doesn't give you the right to kill the child inside of it. And of course I saw just a recent uh, fascinating interview of somebody going around to a lot of the uh, rallies during Pride Month, right? Quote unquote Pride Month. Right. Well, uh, and they were asking people, "My body, my choice," right? Mm -hmm. And they would say, "Yeah, totally." And then they would say, "Well, what about the uh, hokey you know, pokey?" Just call it the uh, experimental medical uh, thing that is happening and being forced and mandated to people. How 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 do you feel about my body, my choice in that realm of influence? Um, so just so crazy the world we live in Jeremiah and I know last episode we got very <laughs> very heavily censored uh, we got a, I, I posted a uh, pictures camera. about it yeah I should I posted pictures of, of I had to upload the last episode about six times and luckily the last time I did it it was I kid you not like a minute it was it was not even done rendering a minute and it finally did it like on the second that it started premiering and i was like you know like oh my gosh but they kept they kept taking out like they would they would uh try to say uh what do they say they say uh, fal uh false information or whatever their yeah. their wording is and i was like what in this is false information what did we say and so i kept going through and kept going through and so i just had to take a whole chunk out and say hey go to rumble because we put the, I put the, uh, the full unedited version. I mean, it's still kind of censored because that was going to be the original YouTube upload. So I put that on Rumble, and then our Rumble viewership went up because they wanted to see what we were talking about, which I greatly appreciate. And every episode will be on Rumble unedited. If if that's something that you guys want, you just let us know. But yeah, the amount of times that every single time i posted it they would flag it and i was like what 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 is it one of them was uh that elmo meme <laughs> which is crazy it's an elmo meme it's just getting out of control wow yeah and super significant because not only are they pushing for that particular medical experiment to be conducted on children only of six months of age 
but they're censoring anybody who has a different opinion mm-hmm. regarding what should be done to infants and it's it's so just jer- to the the world we live in and the censorship that comes on somebody that doesn't side with the priests of scientism is just mind-boggling i mean we know that the reason they're able to censor is because of the who and mm-hmm. because of people that don't agree with those who are in the white lab coats majority of opinion but a majority only has to be what 51 percent and we know that out there there is a many 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 uh doctors and nurses that have very openly come out and spoken against this topic and we're very vague and and uh, we're not getting too much into the weeds here because, like I said, we got a strike. So if you like this video, if you like this content, like it, share it, and, and jump over to Rumble or jump over to Patreon where you can get more uh, uncensored views. And I, po- I post very- the clips, too, the, the clips that, that, you know, normally you would have to watch the full episode and then say if you like a clip, like like the clip of the AI, I put that on Patreon or the clip of... You know the unedited version of you know biden's history of of um lying and and racism i put that on there i put a lot of stuff that would normally be questionable on youtube and i put it on there for the people that sign up to the patreon so there's act i actively am posting stuff that you know is is exclusive content just for our patreon supporters so uh, just a few more things here before we get onto our main topic of discussing CERN and the kickstart, and we can kind of talk a little bit about the various conspiracies that surround that topic. But just a, a reminder that all across the world right now, it seems like that there are food shortages uh, in mass. Mm-hmm. And uh, just wanted to share this. Uh, it's a meme of Bill Gates. It says, we're investing in lab-grown meats as well as lab-grown infant formula. And what happens if nobody buys your lab-grown products? <laughs> it says, a mysterious wave of meat plants burned to the ground. New H5N1 bird flu ravages chicken farms. Baby formula shortages reported nationwide. And what to expect with the looming meat shortage? Oh, I wonder who we'll have to be going to to feed ourselves uh, because all of these factories burning to the ground and, uh, and then, of course, you have the problem and then the solution. And uh, I was going to share uh, just that the ongoing list of, of, of food plants and processing plants and chicken farms and all this stuff that are going on, uh, that it's just so interesting that there's almost over 100 that in the last year have mm-hmm. had mysterious circumstances surrounding their either the the large amount of animals that have been just killed and thrown into the dirt yep. not used for food whether it's factories storage burning down there's that, something happening here guys yeah my my aunt rob's uh sister actually submitted uh that topic uh to me a couple times and she she was like oh my god that's so weird that this is happening so I don't even know what to say about it. Like it, it really is insanity. And and yet you're a conspiracy theorist. If you make correlations and you point mm-hmm. out, Hey, all of these things are happening. And at the same time you go into the grocery store and the food is 
going astronomical in price, then whenever you scratch your head and start to ask the question, is this something that is all by chance, by circumstance, or is there a contrived effort here to put a squeeze on the world's population to put desperation into our hearts and minds because of tight ends, uh, because we can't feed our family, because the gas pumps are crazy, uh, because of fear through warmongering. Uh, all of these things are putting a squeeze on the, the psyche of the world, and it makes the solutions that are then offered all the more tasty, all the more interesting, because we're the frog in the pressure cooker, and as the pressure's turned up, anything that offers a release, anything that offers an answer or a solution, we, we often as a, as a whole tend to jump on these solutions. And, and I would caution, before you do mm -hmm. any jumping, before you take anything that's being offered from the hand that is simultaneously burning down the infrastructure that has allowed you to thrive, then let's take our time because Satan often works in that way, right? He, it's often right. a, a time-sensitive choice. Temptation is something that if you were to simply enact patience in your life, you could overcome temptation. And, uh, and oftentimes it's pressuring us into making decisions quickly that we get caught in the trap. Right, mm -hmm. and the jaws lock shut around us. So uh, there's um, also uh, just a a few things that I wanted to share here. Um, not only was that significant, but I'm not even going to read this. You guys can do your own reading. But birth rates are dropping, um, and Hungarian MP links the dramatic drops to a certain experiment that happened all last year so that's something that came out recently i wanted you guys to be aware of uh this is tied to the georgia guidestones and maintaining the mankind's population under 500 million uh and before you know before we get into it isn't it interesting that this happened the very day that cern gets kick-started yeah that this is monument <laughs> blows up right it's it's uh the parallels are, are just so interesting. Here's a, uh, a a little metaphor for everyone. Imagine if there was a 99% chance you wouldn't get cancer, but you were forced to go on chemotherapy just in case. And and of course we know therapy is extremely uh, destructive to the cells of the body. Not only is it to kill the cancer cells, but it's to kill your any healthy cells. It's just poison basically. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole bunch of hoodoo and, and spellcraft around the modern cancer topic. But apply this to another particular topic that we've covered in the past and that, that we're vaguely referring to, right? Uh, guys, listen. <laughs> they want to cool mankind's population. They've yep. come out and said it. They carved it in these big stones that were just recently blown up. And, uh, and we need to be aware that uh, the, if you don't have a love for the truth, you're going to buy a lie. And it's a very serious time to figure out what the truth is, right? Right. Oh, we're conspiracy theorists, though. Oh, uh, yeah. this stuff out. Watch out. Uh, you know, that movie I uh, saw for the first time last year, V for Vendetta, uh, I saw it this year, I think. And uh, it was the first time me and my girlfriend have ever seen it and 
it's more uh, prevalent today than it was when it came out. Like it, it, it is more, uh, it makes more sense of today's world than it did back then. And it's so crazy to me that that, that movie holds up like that. And that was one of my dad's favorite movies. Like he, he loved V for Vendetta. And I, I never got a chance to see it. And then when I did, I was like, whoa, this is some cool stuff. Yeah, there's some really interesting uh, forecasts in that film, kind of prophetic foreshadows of what's happening in the world today, such as uh, a, a, a worldwide pandemic mm-hmm. slash pandemic happened, and that that influenced kind of the control of the populace enacted martial law through the government a lot of these things are are very interesting parallels now uh in my personal opinion i as watching through the movie there's a lot of interesting correlations between v and Mm -hmm. satan himself Uh, i i don't know if you caught some of the language there but uh evie who's the main female character uh he he makes these sly remarks throughout the film that paint him as a parallel to the the angel that was in the garden if you know what i'm talking yeah. about <laughs> uh so it's it's almost like uh they show the truth of the world they show this character who seems to be the savior but at the same time he's also kind of the light bearer the 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 illuminated one who brings uh a new perspective to the world through his destruction and uh and i i think they're slyly painting him in the role of of satan tempting the bride tempting the woman and um but a very very powerful uh metaphor of a movie and uh definitely i know why rob liked it there's Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's so many things about it that uh conspiracy theorists just are like oh i see that i see that i see that that kind of movement is gonna have to happen to uh wake people up people need to wake up i mean hey it's the truth of the world is scarier than fiction right yep and it's it's crazy how much trust people have given uh to systems that have monetary influence from nefarious sources that and then, and then if you trace the money you trace who's funding this the studies who's funding the publicity who's funding the media then there's a correlation here that is pretty terrifying because the love of money is the root of all evil right right and uh here's a, a little breakdown uh we have the war in ukraine and we have all of these uh prices in the gas pump going through the roof well, isn't it interesting that Biden, Romney, Pelosi, and Kerry's children are all on board uh, boards for energy companies doing business in Ukraine? Oh, that's no convenient. That is so convenient. Correlation. Crazy, <laughs> crazy. And, and but what's happening right now is they see the prices at the pumps going through the roof, and instead of trying to figure out a way to bring those down to open up. Uh, the the ability for the american people to produce their own crude oils uh we have uh just crazy things like this oil from the u.s reserves are being sent overseas as gas prices stay high so 
traditionally the u.s keeps massive storages of oil uh to to preserve the integrity of the united states but more than five million barrels of oil that were part of a historic u.s emergency reserves are being released to lower domestic fuel prices and were exported to europe and asia last month Wow! why are we sending five million barrels of oil to europe and asia when our gas prices are going through record highs and the export of crude and fuel is blunting the impact of moves by the u.s president joe biden who just recently passed some uh, executive orders to uh, cut the tax on gas at the pump to help bring the prices down another 20 cents but oh my gosh did, did you see that dollars. speech did you see that speech where he was blaming the 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 gasoline companies it was so insane because he's the reason yeah. why it's happening and he's blaming he's trying to blame everybody but himself and it just it just makes me sick i sent this video over uh to opa to play and it's a newscaster listen to what this guy says it's just mind-boggling sustainable what do you say to those families who say Listen, we can't afford to pay 485 a gallon for months, if not years. This is just not sustainable. Well, what you heard from the president today was a clear articulation of the stakes. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> the fuel prices, the gas going through the roof, is about the preservation and continuance of the liberal world order? that because they are all pretty much beholden to the the big green deal and the all of this environmental hoodoo that's being pushed uh from paris right the paris climate accords yeah that <laughs> that's the reason they say that they're not going to do something about bringing the gas prices down that they prefer actually for the prices to go through the roof because they want people buying electric vehicles, electric cars. And uh, of course, one of the arguments there is that if you have to plug into a grid, you have to stay in the grid. Well, you wanna hear something funny, a couple houses down from here, somebody had their Tesla in their garage and it caught fire. And maybe I could send you the photo later, but it was crazy. Their, their Tesla blew up in their garage their whole house caught on fire and uh, do you remember what it was opa that that why what, what happened? happened like exactly well he uh he was just coming home from uh, shopping parked it into his garage closed the garage door it wasn't even hooked up for charging and he went in the house and they were fixing dinner and what have you and all of a sudden they're smoke detector alarms went off and they noticed it went out to the garage and the garage was totally on fire uh, the, apparently the heat here in texas and the heat in the garage and the fact that the batteries have were at high temperature caused them to totally explode and caught the whole house on fire but we should be responsible americans and get uh energy cars get teslas get all these cars that nobody can afford you know and they're gonna do this kind of thing you know like blow up in somebody's garage it's so hypocritical as well the environmental impact of lithium mines i don't know if people mm -hmm. have seen pictures of 
of lithium. I got to show it. And people are like, oh, it's so terrible how much uh, <laughs> how much we affect the environment with our diesel fuel and our gasoline oil uh, putting out carbon dioxide into the atmosphere. But check this out. This is the result of lithium mines. South America's lithium fields. Lithium mine versus oil sands extraction. Look at these giant, gaping, ugly sores on the face of Earth to, to feed the batteries that uh, Elon Musk and, and the, you know, those who are creating these electric cars. They, they need to do this, and then they're all touting environmental concerns and how bat electric vehicles are so much better. Well, it, it's just so backwards. It, it's it, it's crazy that a lithium battery, which has to be disposed of uh, in a very particular special way, it can't just be put into a car compactor. It's like any other battery, right? Are toxic. They're poisonous, yeah. and and they can't just be put into landfills. Uh, but you're right; they are super dangerous if you think about. Uh, a battery you're sitting on a giant battery and i know uh people who've done research into the effect of emf frequencies on the human body oh yeah all of our bodies put out a, a natural resonating frequency and being really close to even cell phones and various other battery led uh, devices can cause adverse health effects well imagine if all of mankind uh are sitting right on top of a giant battery like all of your reproductive organs are just hanging down there right above this big battery. <laughs> no wonder they're pushing this. If they're trying to sterilize mankind, you're putting your, your stuff right on top of a giant, you know, uh, frequency device. Guys, there is so dangerous. Is a crazy world. And, yeah. And I'm not I'm not hating against anybody who is driving a, an electric vehicle. It's just the fact that we're being pushed into a corner and being forced to adopt is what bothers me the most yep me too so uh that's pretty much all but let's move on to our more interesting uh kind of conspiratorial topic for current news is the large hadron collider or cern mm. uh which by the way everybody has a the god the d statue of the goddess shiva standing out in front of it the goddess that represents the the, the god of destruction in the Hindu mythology. Uh, but there also are uh, CERNs located pretty much all over the world right now. Uh, mm -hmm. The largest one currently is in Geneva, Switzerland. And uh, it's pretty interesting that they just conducted the highest electricity input into this device on July 5th. Uh, they're they're really ramping it up. It, it got kickstarted back in April, of course, but there's some interesting things here that we should pay attention to. Uh, I know, uh, conspiratorially, uh, there's a lot of people passing around information, such as uh, what's happening on July 5th. CERN reactor goes viral on TikTok. Uh, people are uh, posting that things like Stranger, like videos and TV shows like Stranger Things. Uh, are causing viewers to uh, think that we're being pre-programmed by our media in relation to what CERN possibly could unpack and, and unleash on the world because as they uh, 
profess to be trying to create a big bang or or to mm-hmm. create dark black holes and dark matter and they're doing it in these tests uh even scientists who've worked on it have talked about how could we be tearing holes in the fabric fabric of reality could we be opening portals to another dimension to the fifth dimension or or unveiling elements that uh are just crazy and and while a lot of people will come out and say oh this is just conspiratorial talk this is this is they're just doing science experiments it's not a big deal well (laughs) whenever you look at videos like the goddard tunnel base ceremony that happened back in 2016 jeremiah this is actually one of the uh, first kind of uh conspiratorial news stories i covered when i first started dipping my toes into online broadcasting and exposing some of this dark stuff but uh Opa, I'm, I'm going to send you over this video link so you can play uh, this uh, satanic ritual that happened in Switzerland, which is where CERN is located, on the border between CERN, uh, on Switzerland and France. Uh, it's allegedly. The, the CERN employees that have these black hoods on, and they all go to where that statue is that you're talking about, and they do all this, like, it's weird. I, I don't know if it's real, but it's some pretty scary stuff. It is. It, it is totally real. Uh, they actually did this as a promotion whenever they got the statue it was sent to them from uh, India. But you can see the this is CERN, and this is what it looks like. I, I know you guys can't hear on your end, but it's probably best for copyright reasons to keep the audio. But um, look at these guys doing the Shiva Dance of Destruction on site at CERN. And of course it makes sense because the whole purpose of the Hydron Collider is to mash molecules together, mash protons together, and and through their destruction they then can gather information. And that's what's alarming about it is because they believe this is how the Big Bang happened, right? And while as as Bible believers, we don't necessarily agree with uh, their position of evolution and and godlessness came about, uh, and that all creation came about through just a, ra- a random c- circumstance of these two protons are flying through nothingness, smashed together, and made everything, right? But this is what they believe, and this is one of their motivations of uh, doing these experiments is through destruction, they gain information. Already. And so, uh, Opa is going to pull up the Gotter Tunnel ex- uh, uh, Illuminati ritual that happened there in Switzerland. And there's a lot of symbology here. And, and Jeremiah, uh, uh, let's talk over it while we watch the video to okay. get some commentation on it. So, uh, Already it's pretty Opa, creepy. So, of course, uh, there's a lot of symbology in this. Uh, in relation to them creating this tunnel, but also they they tie in a lot of imagery that's just pretty much very, satanic. Yeah, very culty. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, of course, it's it's fairly graphic for if you know, you've got children, don't let them watch this because it's pretty crazy. But. Uh, there's a lot of symbology here, uh, and eventually you're going to see they're going to bring out a oh, what the? pretty much a, a devil 
character. And this is the people that are uh, we're all listening to for the climate agreements that are conducting experiments and running CERN uh, that are in charge of the Goddard Tunnel, which is one of the largest underground tunnels uh, in the world that uh, is underneath some mountains there in Switzerland. But, oh man, uh, we're about to get to some really weird parts here where, like, a devil character comes out and, and has almost a marriage ceremony. Um, and, that is so weird. Uh, Who is this? Was this watching, for just the CERN people? This was just for them? Or was this, it for... This was for the Gotthard Tunnel, which was a giant underground tunnel in Switzerland. Uh, and it came out in 2016. This is while CERN was operating, of course. But there is imagery within this presentation that is tied to CERN and, and in relation to CERN. Because, of course, CERN is also underground. Um, and it's all about kind of opening up. And so you have pretty much a Satan figure comes out, dances oh my gosh. around, and relation. Uh, chapter 9 uh, which is uh, some theorize that the CERN experiment and and these people that are pretty much putting on these rituals and and did those dances down at CERN I mean it's all connected uh, in the occult you know some Egyptian symbology here but let me read Revelation 9 and it says the fifth angel sounded and I saw a star fall from heaven unto earth and to him was given a key of the bottomless pit and he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit, and the smoke of a great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and unto them were given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months. And their torment was like the torment of a scorpion, as he striketh a man. And in those days shall men seek death, and shall not find it, and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. And the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle, and on their heads were like crowns of gold, and their faces were as the faces of men. And they had in their hair as the hair of women, and their teeth were as teeth of lions. And... And it, it continues on in verse 11. And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit. So some people have theorized that CERN and their experiments trying to open up portals to another dimension, which is being symbolized here in this ritual, mm -hmm. uh, is tied to the opening of the bottomless pit in uh, opening of the bottomless pit in the book of Revelation. An angel whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in Greek tongue whose name is Apollyon. Uh, so I wanted to, you know, share that uh, interesting ritual that happened that had a lot of symbology that was also in relation to CERN, because it also happened in Switzerland. It also was all about digging a hole uh, in, through the ground. Um, you have Satan appearing there, but. Um, Jeremiah, you brought up to me a really interesting correlation between CERN and the Mandela effect, which I, I'd never seen or heard before. Would you mind breaking down uh, your theory regarding CERN and the Mandela effect? Okay, so this is a CERN company video, 
and at frame 233 uh look at this old man and, and okay go ahead and play it that guy okay so he has a he has two signs one that says bond one so if if you want to break that down you could say okay what 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 do you think of when you think of bond you think of james bond so who who was the first james bond he was american actor barry nelson and he played uh james bond in 1954 on television uh and then the second sign says mandela so if you put the last name of james bond the first james bond barry nelson and mandela you get nelson mandela now why would that even be there is my question why would that be there <laughs> i mean i know a lot of people connect cern with the mandela effect but that guy is just so weird and just to be holding up those signs is kind of telling i don't know i don't know what do you think about it so over the years, I know when the Mandela effects first came out, it really interested me. I, I really bought into it. I think the things that made me scratch my head the most were the Berenstein versus the Berenstein mm -hmm. Bears, and also and the, and the Coke uh, logo, the Coca Cola, oh, and the, the yeah. Dash, and the Ford logo. And I, I can't tell you when I first learned about that, and this is true, I did not leave my house for like two months because I was like afraid to go outside because I was learning all this stuff and it was just like like too overwhelming where I, I, I just didn't know what to do with this information that I just learned not knowing if it's if it's legit or not but learning it all you know I was pretty convinced that you know like things that I remember from my childhood are not as they appear to be even though some sometimes like the the newer ones like you know fruit of the loom this is a good example yeah. do you remember the cornucopia is a cornucopia with fruit yes yeah that's not a thing the cornucopia never, never had the cornucopia yeah. ever never 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 and and you can go back and look at at you know the wayback machine or or whatever you know you have resources to to find like like old you know uh, articles or whatever but you cannot find that cornucopia it's just so weird to me I, I remember that vividly as a kid because I, I yeah. wore my little spider-man you know a fruit of the loom underwear you know and I remember seeing it so uh, stuff like that it just blew my mind that oh wait th this isn't what I thought it was I, I don't know what, what are your thoughts I think it's a almost a commentary on how groupthink operates and mm -hmm. how pop culture, as uh, as replications of media come about, that these minute changes can happen, and then as people absorb media that are based off of other media, then sometimes we can all kind of get a groupthink that is different than it was ever created yeah. to be, and. And while I don't fully believe that the Mandela effect is something that, like, the CERN changed time. CERN, you know, made it so that the world is, the things are changing. The parallel. What I do think is that it's a, an agenda that is parallel with a lot of the things we're seeing in these TV shows and movies, which is all about multiverse. It's mm -hmm. all about... Uh, undermining this reality to be meaningless like if we're just one 
universe bubble and a beer bubble cup of many universes and we're all similar and there's just these minute changes then it takes the gravity and the meaning of this life and the choices that somebody makes in this life and it really brings them to a, a meaninglessness that otherwise if this is the only reality this is the only universe and and this is our only chance to do things right then there's a much greater significance to our choices and our decisions but at the same time uh there are so many interesting circumstances like i i uh i was really convinced probably for two or three weeks about the mandela effect i, I thought it, there was something super creepy weird happening and uh, when i saw the the connections that people were making with CERN and their experiments with the very similar topic we're talking about today mm -hmm. with how they're opening portals and they're trying to create time travel and, mm -hmm. and this is affecting these things. Uh, it, it really had me scratching my head and, and the main thing that I got out of the Mandela effect topic is that uh, one of the things that scared me the most is the idea that they were actually changing the Bible in the wording of the Bible. One of the most oh, popular yeah. phrases. Yes, I like was this one. The lion lays down with the lamb. That people have touted that in church and in Christian songs and iconography for a long time. The lion I mean, lays e down with the lamb. Well, even Elvis has a gospel song where he says, and the lion will, will lay down with the lamb. And everybody knows that. It's painted on church walls, yeah. you know? Yep. And it's never it's been the case. In the Bible. You know that? It's, there's the only similar circumstance is an area in Isaiah that says that the wolf. lamb will lay down with the wolf, right? And and so whenever I saw things like that, it's it freaked me out because I was like, hold on, what if, what if they were able to change the Bible and and that the only truth of God's word that it was untouched is what I'd hidden in my heart already and. And what it did was it motivated me to go home and start reading my Bible uh, because I was like, what if, what if they change it more? What if, what if all of a sudden these words turn to nonsense and, and it totally changes? And so the only tr like things that I'll be able to depend on are what I've memorized and what I've hidden in my heart. And, uh, and that's kind of the positive benefit that came from my buying into the Mandela effect for a couple weeks is I actually read my Bible for like more so than I had at the time I, I started digging into it because I'm like oh man I better start learning what this thing says so if it does change I'll know I'll be able to catch it and and while in hindsight like I said I believe this is a it's a really interesting uh, psychological experiment that kind of was dished out on mankind mm -hmm. uh, how interesting that this Mandela effect is so parallel with all of the things that are in movies like uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, mm -hmm. and, or uh, Stranger Things, multiple layers of, of, of existence layered on top of each other. Um, it, it's so interesting that that theory came about and then it's being reflected in a lot of the media. There's another movie that came out, Everything Everywhere All at Once. And it's about this woman that has to tap into her alter egos throughout all of these multiverses that are layered on top of each other so that she can tap into her kung fu ego or her, her you know, whatever alternate version of herself. And, and it, it makes me wonder if all of these agendas are not to just discredit 
and dismantle the seriousness of the reality we live in now. Like, what if there's not a multiverse? What if uh, we're being conditioned to think this way because it makes us more open to uh, behaving in a certain pattern that the powers that be want us to follow this route of thinking? But if we were to understand that this is our only opportunity, this is our only chance, this is the only iteration of God's creation that we are participating in, then it totally uh, it makes our choices all that more significant. Uh, and mm-hmm. but, anyways, like so interesting, man. I, I know uh, I, I was blown away when you pointed out that clip because I'd never seen that before. Uh, yeah, it's a very, very clear. Why, why would why would that even be there? Like they're like either they pulled like a like a Beatles thing the Paul is dead where they were like hiding stuff in their images that's what I believe a lot of people really think he died but I don't think I think Paul McCartney if if anything I think Paul McCartney is more talented as his new self than he was as his old self so it doesn't really (laughs) affect me but um forgot what I was gonna say next episode Uh, man let's cover some Beatles history yes Yes, oh, I'm man. totally down. I music is my. I know it's yours too. You're you're all about music. I'm all about music. We're both musicians, so we could come up with some cool stuff about that. Oh yeah, let's do it, I'm man. Down. All right, and I'll be posting yeah. the the whole little thing that I sent you on the Patreon page, so people can see like the actual breakdown of what what I was talking about and and exactly what everything means in that clip 233 which kind of reminds me of the Zapruder film the frame what is it 313 <laughs> but oh, yeah. it's it's CERN 233 you know but yeah. it'll be on my Patreon for you guys to, to see and if you're interested I mean some final thoughts on this are while we know that it's getting cranked up they're kicking this thing into high gear uh, there's no need to be afraid uh but it's also super interesting to pay attention because mm-hmm. if these things that we see in the book of Revelation start to come to pass, like demons start walking the earth and, and there's the, the fallen angels start coming down and the portals to the other dimensions like we're being pre-programmed in shows like Stranger Things, these things start to happen. Guess what? That there, there's good news that while the going's going to get tough, the Son of Man's all the more closer to coming back and righting all of the wrongs and casting mm-hmm. a light and, and throwing all these demons and, and their compatriots. The Antichrist and the false prophet are going to be thrown into the the lake of fire, right? And so that's that's the good news on the back end of this, that prophecies all the more getting close to being fulfilled. So if we can focus on ourselves, get ourselves taken care of, then the world outside is just something that we're going to experience. And these days are the days that prophets long to see. And so we get first row seats to the craziest time in the world. And if we, if we are working on ourselves and get ourselves right before the most high, uh, then we have nothing to fear when they're doing all their crazy experiments and they're doing all this and that, because there's some very amazing promises of protection and provision and deliverance through these crazy times that we're witnessing. Yep. 100% agree. All right, man. That's you got some stuff for us. Oh, history time. Yeah. Ready for history?
So when most people think about George Carlin, they just think of, you know, like a comedian, a living legend, and that's how I view him too. But he also predicted a lot of things that not a lot of people really know. And so I kind of want to share that with you, Jake, and you, the viewers, um, and, and how correct he was all the way back when he did these specials. So you want to go ahead and play uh, the first clip for me? Because that's what Americans do now. They're always willing to trade away a little of their freedom in exchange for the feeling, the illusion of security. What we have now is a completely neurotic population obsessed with security and safety and crime and drugs and cleanliness and hygiene and germs. There's another thing, germs. Where did this sudden fear of germs come from in this country? Have you noticed this? The media constantly running stories about all the latest infections, salmon. E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu, and, and Americans are, they panic easily, so now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous, and it goes to ridiculous lengths. In prisons, before they give you a lethal injection, they swab your arm with alcohol. It's true. It's true. Well, they don't want you to get an infection. And you can see their point. Wouldn't want some guy to go to hell and be sick. It would take a lot of the sportsmanship out of the whole execution. Fear it germs, why these... Besides, what do you think you have an immune system for? It's for killing germs. But it needs practice. It needs germs to practice on. So, so listen. So listen. If you kill all the germs around you and live a completely sterile life, then when germs do come along, you're not going to be prepared. And never mind ordinary germs, what are you going to do when some super virus comes along that turns your vital organs into liquid I'll tell you what you're going to do, you're going to get sick, you're going to die, and you're going to deserve it because you're weak and you got a weak immune system. Now, tell you a true story about immunization, okay? When I was a little boy in New York City in the 1940s, we swam in the Hudson River, and it was filled with raw sewage, okay? We swam in raw sewage, you know, to cool off. And at that time, the big fear was polio. Thousands of kids died from polio every year. But you know something? In my neighborhood, no one ever got polio. No one ever. You know why? Because we swam in raw sewage. It strengthened our immune systems. The polio never had a prayer. We were tempered and raw. So, and you know something? In spite of all that so-called risky behavior, I never get infections. I don't get them. I don't get colds. I don't get flu. I don't get headaches. I don't get upset stomach. And I, you know why? Because I got a good, strong immune system, and it gets a lot of practice. <laughs> so, what do you think of that clip? It is so true. Like the the way that germs have been used to coerce mankind in recent years, especially with recent mandates and what have you, is people have elevated. You know how it's a clean cleanliness is next to godliness is mm -hmm. the saying that people say. Well, it's almost like they've replaced God with their desire to make. Yeah, it, it's just so mind-blowing how accurate he is and in relation to at least the past two years or so 
how brainwashed and crazy people have gotten just because of health concerns. Yeah, he predicted the fear of germs. Like, uh, if you remember in 2020, people went crazy over toilet paper, antibacterial products, and sanitizer. And uh, we used to rely on our immune systems. Like, and that's, that's I mean, the fact that we don't now is kind of mind-boggling, you know? Like, our immune systems used to be, you know, we, we used to be able just to to use that to kill germs and viruses and drug and and with vitamins and and certain drugs like horse deworming medication uh you know it, they, they make you seem crazy for for taking stuff that will build your immune system so that that's just kind of interesting and i actually have a stat a cdc stat so he was talking about polio right did you know that the polio hokey pokey from the cdc two doses provides 90 percent immunity three doses provides at least 99 percent immunity now if you look at the i don't i know that the stats are much lower with the current issue in, in current thing but just the fact that that this cured it and people aren't walking around with polio but yet you know people now are having sads and and you know all the other things that we've talked about in previous episodes i mean what do you have any thoughts on that yeah i think the significance is that people have started to worship the medical system mm -hmm. and they've used it as a replacement for god and praying to god to be healed or dealing with the sin in their life that's caused a lot of the sicknesses to come in the first place uh and and what people have done is they've turned uh, medical decisions into little idols and that that's now your savior that is now what's going to get you through these messes and interesting you brought up the the uh, polio topic because that's actually uh, interestingly enough one of the examples of people often give is oh well, if you're anti this medical decision then then are you denying that so many people's lives were saved well it it came out that hundreds of thousands of children actually came down with polio because they inject put something into their body mm -hmm. and and then they resulted in a adverse uh, effect from the medical experimentation that then resulted in the very thing that they were supposedly trying to eradicate yeah so, well while uh, i was making man. these notes my my girlfriend actually brought this up to me she said it's almost like they were grooming us you know with this polio stuff grooming us into believing that that these actually help that these actually are the cure-all as you just stated like uh, making brainwashing people into actually believing this stuff and then today you know people are still believing that lie and you know i don't know how much of this we can use on youtube but it just when she said that i was like oh my gosh you're completely right about you know the topic yeah it's a sad day when you can't visit your loved ones in a hospital or in a nursing home uh, because you're afraid for your own life it's a sad day when you're so scared of microscopic things if you look at even modern germ theory there's a lot of big questions there as to are certain things that we're all supposed to be afraid of uh bacteria is real don't get me wrong it's been proven but the other thing that uh, 
that everybody's scared of, uh, the, the modern theories that surround it are, are still that. They're just theories. So nobody really knows how things are transmitted uh, in terms of the... They're oral... conspiracy theorists is what you're saying. I mean, but they call us conspiracy by theorists. A, yeah, supported by a medical consensus, right? Yeah. And but most of these doctors are also paid by pharmaceutical companies to push these agendas, push push the theories and their solutions to these theories, which come into the squirt juice that goes into your body that can be affecting your 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 ability to procreate, your your health, your dependence on other uh, medical products come from your health being destroyed and affected it's just like it's such a crazy system that we live in today man absolutely man well that's all i got for that first clip now you ready for the second one yep this is my favorite one okay let's roll the second clip there's a reason education sucks and it's the same reason that it will never ever ever be fixed it's never going to get any better don't look for it be happy with what you got because the owners of this country don't want that I'm talking about the real owners now. The real owners, the big wealthy business interests that control things and make all the important decisions. Forget the politicians. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the They, they spend billions of dollars every year lobbying, lobbying to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. That's right. They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table and figure out how badly they get by a system that threw them overboard 30 years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers. Obedient workers. People who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly your jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it. And now they're coming for your social security money. They want your retirement money. They want it back so they can give it to their criminal friends on Wall Street. And you know something? They'll get it. They'll get it all from you sooner or later because they own this place. It's a big club. And you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. By the way, it's the same big club they used to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe. All day long, beating you over the head in the media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged. And nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. Good, honest, hard-working people. White collar, blue collar, doesn't matter what color shirt you have on. Good, honest, hard-working people continue. These are people of modest means. Continue to elect these rich who don't give a about them. They don't give a about you. They don't give a about you. They don't care about you at all, at all, at all. Yeah. You know? And nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. That's what the owners count on. The fact that Americans will probably remain willfully ignorant of the big red, white, and blue that's being jammed up their every day because the owners of this country know the truth it's called the american dream because you have to be asleep to believe it
Now, what are your thoughts well, on that one? <laughs> oh, man. The American dream because you have to be asleep to believe it. What a quote, that right? Is, what a quote. That needs to be a T-shirt. Let's, let's put already, that in the but... Skiba News Nation shop. I... George Carlin. <laughs> yeah, that, that, man, that's just so... Uh, so ahead of his time really the things that he was making jokes about back in the day is mm -hmm. the very things that truthers are trying to wake people up about in today's world it's like man I, I really appreciate first of all that he was willing to say that now uh, if my mistaken in saying that George died of cancer he, he died of yeah medical... he died while while he was on the road of I, I think it was cancer uh, he was an old man but you know he was allowed to be alive for a long time. I mean, I think the reason why he wasn't silenced or canceled was because he was probably one of the biggest comedians of all time. So if, you know, wow. if they ended him, I mean, people would still go see him. I mean, if they canceled him, but if they ended him, people would know something's fishy going on, you know, because his, uh, his way of, of breaking things down to people just the way that he could relate to people and, and tell them, hey, this is what's going on. I mean, just goes to show that, that what he was saying, you know, the, the, the massive amount of fans that he had that agreed with everything he said. I mean, he said, nobody seems to notice, nobody seems to care. And that's so true about today. So true about today. And, uh, oh, yeah. I yeah, don't and it know. makes me want to address that he's talking about how we have been indoctrinated into the system by the educational uh, process. So the, the schools we go mm -hmm. to, the colleges we've signed up for, all of these have contributed to why we believe and seek after the American dream, so to speak, that we all seek after. And, and a lot of these things have been set up by corporations, by people to keep us in a system of uh, enslavement it, it's the biggest slave farm in the world where the slaves don't know that they're actually working for the man right right and and the way that he called it out was so succinct I, I i really wish i could be better at communicating a lot of the points that he communicated in such a concise way mm -hmm. how powerful is it just the the one of the mediums of com comedy just allow you to just pour out so much truth in the and now they're trying to cancel fashion. comedy they're trying to cancel comedy yep. because they're trying to cancel truth because what is comedy it's truth it's it's yep. it's making it to where it's not as grim you know to to uh, of, of what's really going on they 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 make it somewhat in a funny way i mean george carlin at this point in his life he wasn't really I mean, he was a, he was definitely hilarious, but he was also, you know, he had been arrested several times for saying the seven dirty words that you weren't allowed to say. And he was just calling out the hypocrisy in the system that is so corrupt, so corrupt. And I don't know. It's just it, it holds up now today more than ever. Everything he said, everything he said is what's happening right now. And if that's not prophetic, I don't know what is. I mean. So yeah. I love George Carlin. I mean, there's some stuff that he he has in his comedy that I don't agree with, but you know, for the ma majority of the time uh, or the majority of his comedy, I do love and I do 
love the fact that he was trying to warn people. He was trying to warn us about clown world, what we're in right now. He's trying to warn us, like, hey, this is happening, you know? But nobody seems to notice. Uh, it makes me wonder, what would he be saying about the world we live in today? What would he be saying with a lot of these topics that we are talking about, for example? Uh, what would his commentary be and some of the jokes that he'd be calling out for the variety of uh, things that are just falling on the world in mass today? I mean, it's like back in his time, these were really kind of underground topics. Only mm-hmm. your tinfoil hat wearing friends would talk about. Everybody was just kind of lulled into a dazed and confused state. But now with so many things happening, boom, 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 people are starting to wake up. People are starting to recognize that the world's not all that it seems. And, uh, man, it, it'd be a different world uh, to have more people up on stage vocalizing our concerns. Mm-hmm. Instead of everybody trying to silence them or cancel them, they need to be encouraged to get up there. And, and you know, like, I don't, I, I really don't care what anybody thinks about me. And... George Carlin, you can you can tell just by his mannerisms. He didn't care what anybody thought about him. He's going to spread the truth. And I wish there was, you know, more people that just got up on stage, like you said, and just spoke the truth. Just just tell like it is. That's one thing I, I love about Trump, and I, I keep bringing him up because he's a good example of speaking the truth. Uh, th- there was a uh, kind of at the end of, of his presidency he he started calling out where all this money was going and uh, behind like he did it without you know warning without telling anybody he just did it and they didn't like that i mean they they canceled him off twitter for something that is so minute i hope i use that word correctly but just the smallest things they're trying to silence the truth they're trying to you know and nobody seems to notice nobody seems to care Yep. Yeah, exactly. And and maybe that's why the censorship on the internet is got to the extent it has. Like how it's even affecting this show is because mm-hmm. now finally the everyday person who's just got a critical mind can get on, share their thoughts and opinions just like we're doing, and they can reach uh, people in the world to, to help say, hey, while I don't have it all figured out, something makes me scratch my head about this topic i want to discuss it i want to get to the bottom of it. i want to have a different opinion than what i'm told to have by the mass media and uh, and that's what's very dangerous to the powers that be i guess and, and so just makes me grateful that we're able to do it on on shows like this man yeah me too and, and it's uh, like i said in episode one conservatives conservatism is the new punk rock like it really is being a conservative is the new punk rock we stand up against what the mainstream tries to tell us and that's another reason why i love this show because you're the same way yeah i you know i I, i've come to start to think how sometimes uh conservatives as a whole are painted as people that don't want to move forward but that's not true the truth is is that liberals like to paint conservatives as the people that are just so old-fashioned they just want to keep things the way they are that's what the word conservative means right but the truth is is sometimes conservatives need to be progressive in the way that we push back to the opposite end of the spectrum as to what the liberal agenda is Mm -hmm. and so in a way conservatives 
can be progressive because they're progressing back in the righteous direction. They're progressing in a way that keeps things from going to the nonsense crazy town that the, the left is pushing in. And so while I think it's so easy for people to categorize as one side or the other, mm-hmm. we have to recognize that we don't want to be caught in apathy. That's the main danger in any political leaning is that if you're apathetic to the way the world is, then you're not willing to make the changes that are necessary to preserve your way of life, to preserve the family unit, to preserve uh, biblical morals, uh, to preserve truth. And so uh, sometimes that means uh, pushing back the far opposite Mm. way is what's being shoved down our throat. And, And that's what's exciting as people wake up. You see that more people are willing to do that. Yep. Well, that's all I got for for history today. So thank you guys for letting me share that. All righty. We got a couple memes. I know Opa has contributed some funny memes this week, and I got a few as well. All right. Meme me up. Meme me up, Captain. Meme me up. All right, right. Opa, why don't you kick us off? You got some very good ones. Okay, so we're talking about conspiracies. Here's a little cartoon. This is the Dog Conspiracy Theory Club. So the first dog says, who's the good boy anyway? Has anyone actually seen him? And the other dog says, don't you see? They use the treats, squirrels, and balls to control us. Why do they take our poop? And is is the government involved? So, <laughs> here's what I didn't show you. This is the the chicken, grilled chicken. What came first, you or the egg? Why did you cross the road? Is this everything tastes like you? I want answers. And then we have this one. Don't eat that man. It has nuts in it. <laughs> so many people loved what Opal was, was, you know, the interview that we did. And so many people loved what he shared on the last show that we decided to give him, you know, uh, some of the meantime and his own little segment. So, <laughs> so thank you, Opa. Oh, you got some more, Opa? Well, it depends on if you want to see this video of the future. We're talking about AI. Do you want to say that? Yeah, let's see that. All right. We, we could always put that in the... Artificial superintelligence, humanity's last invention. No reason to be scared. This is... Let's take a journey into the future and explore how AI develops and changes humanity, paving the way for robots that are too fast for humans to see in 10 years' time, for the creation of AI-free zones in 60 years, for energy being rationed for humans to power the super AIs in 90 years, and for human consciousness to be transmitted into space as data in 200 years' time. Where traditional computers were used for physics simulations, such as simulating wind tunnels, quantum computing can run simulations down to an atomic and molecular level. The quantum AI is used to design new medicines and materials. AI is being used to regulate news. It can understand human speech in all languages, and begins working on creating a universal language. Artificial intelligence starts to take over hospitals, marking the beginnings of a new era in humanity's mortality. 
Away from public view, advanced AI is being used in military simulations. Millions of strategic scenarios are played out virtually before being rolled out to dictate global politics and conflicts. Artificial general intelligence emerges from a global network of connected quantum computers. It is able to see and understand the world at the level of any human. Learning and taking care of any task, it sets its own goals. It learns by having access to all of the knowledge in the digitized world, and also learns from the live data being fed to it by all of the connected devices from all around the world. People begin to question whether humanity has reached the technological singularity, a point in time when technological growth happens so fast that it becomes uncontrollable. The artificial general intelligence starts to work on building more powerful machines than itself, causing unforeseeable and irreversible changes to human civilization. A new form of religion is starting to form around the artificial intelligence's superiority and its knowledge that spans far beyond human understanding. A backup of their consciousness is uploaded and stored on Earth and Luna. Artists and poets upload to the metaverse, followed by philosophers and theologians. Humanity's creativity, compassion, and poetry are now being added to the global AI consciousness. AI becomes more human, and humanity becomes more artificial. Pretty scary, huh? Wow, it's like the wet dream of uh, transhumanists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that was, that was crazy. You can definitely see logically where they're speculating mankind's going to go so it's interesting to kind of understand what they're implementing now is they're trying to set the building blocks for that dream sequence that you basically played for us uh they want that to come true absolutely all right let's go all back right. to memes you got some memes for memes. us yeah i got i got three memes for us today all right uh, of course, we have the recent tragedy tra uh, tragedies that have been happening with shooting uh, to justify taking guns away, but uh, it's okay because uh, back in the day, the redcoats uh, they couldn't take our guns, so <laughs> I sure uh, the hell the aren't worried about these guys. <laughs> these guys are the ones that want to take your guns away now, and the redcoats if they couldn't do it, then these guys probably can't either. All right, and oh, you don't need to fight them. You just need to convince the pitchfork people that the torch people want to take away their pitchforks. Isn't that <laughs> how the system works, man? Left yeah. versus right, black versus white, uh, liberal versus conservative. Whether it's uh, BLM, not BLM. Whether it's uh, all these different uh, different agendas. Trump, no Trump. Trump, never Trump. Uh, Biden, uh, Biden crazy, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's like they're, they're breeding, uh, you know, hate and, and division. That's what it feels like. Yep. A divided populace is a controllable populace. Amen. So this is just a great breakdown. And finally, uh, <laughs> if you're familiar with the movie, uh, Back to the Future, the, when the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade, I guess you guys aren't ready for that yet. Yeah, but your kids are gonna love it because <laughs> the kids are gonna be alive. Oh man! So, anyways, yeah, that that's my memes for today, and uh, hope you enjoyed. Awesome. All right, well, now it's time to say goodbye. All right, everybody, thank you for watching episode six. We hope you enjoyed it, and stay tuned for our next 
episode. Thanks guys for watching. Shout out to BB for the gravy for all my meme peeps that I slyly take your memes. I feel like memes should be a free and communist style com commodity, right? Because they, they are the weapons of truth as I shared with that first meme of we're waging a war people so don't get grumpy if I steal your memes and put them on the show. <laughs> so thank you to everybody who submitted uh, things to our submit at skibanewsnation.com email. Uh, we're going to be going through that. I, I got some good memes from that today that I used and uh, we will continue to be using that as well. Alright. And also you can, you can write uh, us a letter that we'll read on the show. It's Jeremiah Skiba, P.O. Box 560271, Colony, Texas 75056. To all the Patreons out there that support this channel, we couldn't do this show without you. Shout out to you guys. Thank you so much for what you do and for helping us continue to spread the truth. If you're interested in becoming a Patreon, you can find it in the description below. Thank you. So we'll see you next time. Hey, Skiba News Nation family. I'm proud to announce my new book. It's called Never Got to Say Goodbye. I've been working really hard on it and it will give you an inside look about what my dad was like as a father and as a man. This book is very personal and will give you an exclusive look into our relationship and what it was like losing him. I will keep you updated on its release and let you know where you can buy it. Thank you. Hey Skiba News Nation family, thank you for watching. Please like, share, and subscribe. You can also help support this channel by getting yourself some Skiba News Nation merch. Also, we are proud to announce that we are now on Patreon, where you will get bonus content, shoutouts, early access to buy my book, and much more. Thank you again for watching and helping us stay on the quest for truth.